Hello and welcome to Jungle Gym from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presenting the adventures of Jungle Jim. The adventures of Jungle Jim broadcast weekly over this station are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who enjoy the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists, Featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Jungle Jim planned to investigate Thorson's Island, looking for a possible secret submarine base. The dangers this mission presented made him decide to try it alone. But Kitty St. John stowed away on the trading schooner which carried him within a few miles of the island. Consequently, he had only one choice to take her along. They rehearsed a story of shipwreck and agreed to pose as Mr. and Mrs. James Bradley. After throwing away their oars, the plan called for wrecking the boat in the heavy surf, taking a chance that Kitty could make her way to the beach while Jim would hide somewhere on the rocky shore. The scheme worked perfectly. Kitty was rescued by two of Thorson's guards, while Jim, unknown even to Kitty, secreted himself in a rocky cove while she was taken up to the magnificent library in his huge castle to be interviewed by Bull Thorson. How do you feel this morning, Mrs. Bradley? Except that I'm alone in the world now, I feel wonderful. Why, this place is a paradise on earth. You ought to be congratulated, Mr. Thorson. My dear Mrs. Bradley, you ought to be congratulated on being alive. Yes, I suppose I am fortunate. My poor husband, that was a horrible voyage. Maybe you should begin at the beginning and tell us all of your story. That is, if you feel up to it. Think you're strong enough? Oh, of course. There's so little to tell. It was all so simple. Yes, yes. To you, it is simple, but we are total strangers. Uh, Go on, Mrs. Bradley. Well, Mr. Bradley and I have taken a Caribbean cruise every summer for the past few years. This was the first on the Nancy Sea, and she was such a stout boat, too. About 70 tons. Sloop rig. Strange that she should be wrecked so easily. We had no storm on the island. Not at all. A rather severe blow came up very suddenly. It was a funny storm... The sun was bright on the port side, and from starboard, a sheet of black storm clouds came at us like an express train. It hit us broadside. We would have weathered it, too, but as we heeled over, the rudder post snapped. Didn't you have a motor? Yes, but the first wave cut the motor out and drenched our batteries, too. Without either motor or rudder, we were helpless. That would be a bad situation. What about the crew? The waves broke so badly over us from then on. I saw three of them. One was carried over with the mast, and the other managed to launch one of the boats. And Mr. And Miss, uh, Mr. Bradley and I took the other. It was our only chance. I don't see how you ever got the boats over in a blow like you've described. 
Well, probably our only bit of good fortune, if one can call it that, was we shipped so much water there was a heavy list to port. And the lull between waves being about ten seconds, it was just time enough to loosen a boat from the davits and let it launch itself. Yes. Yes, that would be possible. Hey, go on. We had practically no food, just some hard biscuits and a little water, and it wasn't so sweet either. What I don't understand, Mrs. Bradley, is how you were able to make the island at all. You see, the currents are offshore a few miles out. We didn't know which way we were traveling till morning. And while the storm died down toward dawn, the wind was still from the east, so it blew us westward. But you lost your oars. Oh, I did that. Jim was asleep, and I was supposed to keep headway, but I dozed off. It seemed only for a second, but when we woke up, the oars were gone. Yes. Then you were in the fix. Who's there? It's me. Oh, come in, Sasha. Mrs. Bradley is just telling me a story. Oh. Well, I'll be back in a moment. I forgot something. Uh, that's my secretary, Mrs. Bradley. I want you to meet her. You two should get on famously. What did you say her name was, Mr. Thorson? I uh, said uh, her name was Sasha. Wonderful person, Mrs. Bradley. Been with me for years. Yes, I'm looking forward to a meeting. Sasha... Pretty name, isn't it? She has such an unusual voice. It's almost as if I've heard it before. But... Oh, to get back to my tale. Yes, go ahead. Well, then, well, almost before we knew it, your island loomed over the horizon. And what a welcome sight. I never knew a palm tree could look so good. A short while later, we were in the surf. Our boat cracked up on the rocks. That's all I remember till I came to on the beach. Your men had pulled me out of the water, but... My Jim. Well, that's the last I ever saw of him. There, there, my dear. You'll just have to face the facts. I'm very sorry for you. Won't he... Won't he be washed ashore? I'm having every inch of the beach gone over. My men are searching everywhere for him. Well, he might even be alive and have come ashore at some other place. He was a very strong swimmer. Well, I don't want to discourage you, but miracles seldom happen in pairs. For one to survive the surf off the East Coast is almost unheard of. I'm still going to hope and pray. Good girl. Maybe you'd better rest now, Mrs. Bradley. I'll expect you for dinner at, say, 8.30. Oh, I'll be delighted. Thank you for your kindness. Till 8.30, then. Bye. I think that girl is telling the truth. Kitty St. John's story as the grief-stricken widow seems to have removed all suspicion from Bull Thorson's mind. Or perhaps her charm and youthful freshness has dimmed his otherwise cautious nature. In any case, she has gained admission as a temporary house guest. In the meantime, the guards who rescued Kitty are combing every inch of the beach for any trace of Jungle Jim. Ah, this be a local job that Boss Tom give us, huh, Big A? Well, we don't find him. Pretty lady cries some more. <laughs> you know, I think that Bull Thorson liked that new lady, huh? I see him look and look at her. Oh, <laughs> you know, if that Sasha see him look at her, that'd be difficulty for both Mr. Bull and Mrs. Bradley. Ah, that one, Sasha, just like my wife. She'd be jealous like a cat. <laughs> Maybe she got reason. 
Senora Bradley, very pretty. Say, huh? look what be there. Wave, just break over it. Where? Oh, yes, I see, but uh, it looked like a head. Maybe it's her gym. I go. All right. What you find, Big A? Ah, it is nothing. Only coconut. <laughs> you think this gym have coconut head? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think boss Tom have stupid head to give us this job. <laughs> we never find this gym. Well, up there by the big rock is the place where we begin. When we get there, we have been all around the island. Hey, look. There, piece of boat. She was not there when we go past last time. You are right, Big A. Come on, we look. Yeah. If robot come in with tide, yeah. maybe it bring in this gym, too. Well, we see the boat first. Maybe it's not the one. Hey, Frank. Huh? Frank. What? This is it. Look, name. Nancy C. Jacksonville. That is the boat she says she was in. Madre de Dios. How she break up on the rock. I can't understand why that senora don't break her neck the same time. It is not the time for her to die, that is all. Biggie! Biggie! That be boss Tom. I wonder what you want now. You go and see. I find more pieces of boat. Biggie! Come here! Yes, boss! What do you want? Uh, have you fellas been over this part of the beach yet? We go all around the island one time. Uh, are these footprints here when you pass? No. Where did they come from? When we passed here last time, tide was up that far. Now there are footprints. Well, whoever made them then was here since the last tide. He did not know, boss Tom. Whoever made them wears shoe. Frank never wears shoe. And me, I don't have one shoe in two years. Well, let's follow them anyway. They lead right up into that tangled bush. You want me to call Frank? What's he doing? Well, we find piece of uh, Senora Bradley's boat. Have name on Nancy C. Nancy C. Now, where'd you find it? On on beach. Frank, look for more pieces. Well, let him look. We'll follow this trail here. Who can make those footprints, boss? I don't know. That's what we're going to find out right now. Come in, Sasha. What's your trouble? None, yes. What have you found out about this Bradley woman? Well, the story hangs together all right. I'm suspicious at first, but no one could rehearse a story like hers and get that straight. It's when a story is rehearsed that it is straight. No, Sasha. I think Mrs. Bradley is on the level. She's so darn naive and young. Oh, she's naive, is she? Well, I wouldn't be too sure. Those frail little cuties are a lot more dangerous than they seem at first glance. Dangerous? Too. <laughs> now, don't tell me. You're getting jealous of a freshly bereaved widow. I'm not jealous of anyone, Bull Sorsen, and you know it. What are you going to do with her? She can't stay here indefinitely. We've got to get rid of her, and soon... Well, she only got here this morning. You can't send her away before dinner. Wait till you meet her, Sasha. She's really charming, in a way. Well, charming or not, she or any stranger is dangerous to have on this island. By the way, how did your guards make out on that search? Find any trace of the man who was supposed to be with her? No. It's the only part of her story that has me puzzled. 
Although Bill, up in the tower, verified the fact that there were two people in the boat. Oh, his body will probably be washed ashore if a shark don't get him. Don't talk like that, Bull. Getting squeamish at your age? Oh, I'm neither squeamish nor old. But I'd breathe easier if that man was found. It's the second time you've referred to him. Look here, you. What do you know about these people that you're concealing from me? Nothing, Bold. Well, you're certainly touchy to complain about Mrs. Bradley. The great tragedy has ended her life. A lot of sadness for one so young and pretty. Oh, you'll have me in tears, big boy. <laughs> Just remember one thing, Bull. I don't like blondes. And I never liked that one. What's this? A handkerchief. Initials, too. Well, it is Kitty St. John. Mrs. Jim Bradley shouldn't be such a careless fool. That seems proof enough to Sasha that Mrs. Bradley is Kitty St. John. But what of Jungle Jim? Did he really escape the treacherous surf? Are Bull Thorson's guards following his footprints? Don't miss the next exciting episode of the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember... No other comic supplement can give you the top names of Cartoon Land like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over the same station. Be sure to tune in.